You made a fair move. Screaming about it won't help you. Yeah! Hello, welcome to the Weekly Song Podcast. My name is Roger I'm Heathers. keeping that in the edit. I'm <laughs> keeping that woohoo in the edit. Damn you for having half of the edits now. <laughs> oh, man. Now you're going to keep my woohoo. Well, you know what I'm, I'm trying to... I'm trying to... I don't know. Anyway, welcome to the Weekly Song <laughs> Podcast. My name is Roger. With me is... S- you know, the snake, which I call Declan. <laughs> How are you doing, per- mate? Uh, I'm doing fine, thank you. Yes, with me is this person I can barely tolerate being around. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, how's your week been? Um, it's been pretty good. Um, yeah, it has been pretty good. I mean, I've been, I'm doing this Beatles cover thing, um, which um, you've done a couple of instrumentals for, and I've just been kind of mixing that all week and... And working, and uh, I actually got my song for the podcast done, like, day three, I think, this week, so pretty good. You were really early. I was very annoyed with you. I am still very annoyed with you. (laughs) (laughs) How about you? Uh, I'm doing okay. Uh, I'm basically got back into the step of procrastinating now. Like, there's uh, a million little jobs that I need to do, and it's just like, I could just stay in bed and read comics. That sounds much better. I'll do that instead. Oh man, I I wish I could switch off and do that. I'm so bad at like switching off and just lazing about. I wish I could. I wish I could switch on more. <laughs> well, I'll swap you some of my switch on for some of your switch off. Okay, cool. Um, so, do you want me to send that first class, or are you happy to wait like a week? I'll wait a week. I don't need a signed delivery or something recorded. It's all right. Cool. Fair. Awesome. Uh, well, if anyone has been listening to this and this has been their first episode of the Weekly Song Podcast and they think, what on earth is going on? Don't worry. This is only half of what we do here is talk all this gibberish. Uh, what we actually do is we write a song every single week. Uh, the, the other of us hasn't heard it. We bring it to the to podcast and then we discuss it and uh, go into like how we wrote it and what tips and tricks we use to sort of make it better and all of the fun stuff like that. There's a reason why you do this bit normally, Roger. <laughs> I think you. I think you nailed it. Yeah, I was so desperately trying to think of words in the middle of that. Um, <laughs> so I think this week it's your go first, isn't it, Roger? It is. Yeah. Um, and we've spoken about this before, but whenever I have to go first, I'm always, you know, hoping I have a good song to to lead in, in the, into the podcast with. Um, and this week I have a song called "Lost and Out of Love." And it goes like this. Lord, if you answer prayers like mine, would you care to take the time to remind me that I'm lost and out of love? I'll wait for your words to come through me while I wonder if God is watching over us from someplace up above. If you can hear me with your eyes, perhaps you can see me by listening closer. Darling, wait and see, maybe we'll find our golden key. Lord, if my time has come and gone, if I'm destitute and wrong, please remind me that I'm lost without a sail. I'll chase every fish hook down the road as I wonder if God is walking next to me or standing on my tail. If you can see me as I am, Perhaps you could tell me by holding me closer, darling, wait and see, maybe we'll find a golden key. If you remind me, I'm probably going to die, I'd wake in the morning and I'd tell you the usual lie, I don't believe in miracles, but I'm trying to make a change. 
going to try and do the chorus but i can't get that high <laughs> so um yeah so that's uh, lost and out of love um and i actually kind of misspoke a little where i said i finished my song on day three i finished the bulk of the song on day three um all the sort of Ooh. lord if you answer prayers like mine and the if you can hear me with your eyes part but then the bridge the um if you remind me that i'm probably going to die that part um came like on day six or something because it's kind of nice to like have a song under your belt mostly and then be like, okay, I've got another five or six days, like, or, you know, five, four or five days that I can actually um, come up with an, an extra part, you know? Yes. Um, one thing I just want to quickly mention about the bridge. Um, I love this song, by the way. I think it's absolutely amazing. Why did you choose the words? I I'm probably going to die <laughs> rather than I'm definitely going to die because that's the only certain thing is that we shall all die at this point unless you have uh, designs on becoming the world's first immortal man. <laughs> well, the first immortal man, they say, is in his, his childhood, childhood bed, bed today. today. Yeah, <laughs> That's a reference that no one will get. <laughs> uh, was that song on one of the other weekly song podcasts or was that before we started doing them? Uh, it's one of my old ones. Um, I can't remember, though. Um, probably I'm, during podcast. I'm going to cut in a clip anyway. First immortal man they say is in his childhood bed today, but no one comes to wake the boy or send him on his way. It always Hi, Declan here during the edit. Uh, the song we're actually referring to is Clover by Roger Heathers. Uh, you can uh, hear it on episode three of the Weekly Song podcast in its original demo form. Or you can hear it on Weekly Songs 15 to 28 or on Roger's album To Your Heart's Content, both of the latter two being available on his band camp. Right, back to the show. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, yeah, I'm probably going to die. Um, I mean, I could come up with some fancy-smancy poetic reason, but it just had good syllables, you know, probably going to die. It just fit that sort of 6-8, 12-8 type of feel, you know? So you got the triplets in there, d- probably going to die. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think there's another point in the song that I did that sort of like um, filling up all the syllable gaps because most of it's like longer, like Lord, sort of thing. So I think it just creates that contrast in the bridge, which I quite like. Hmm. Well, um, I, I, yeah. I love the sections of this song. I particularly love in, like, you've got your verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus. I love in the second half of the verse, you've got these really lovely ascendant chords. How did the chords for this song come about? Um, so, yeah, the chords um, were sort of the first thing. Again, you know, normally I I sort of come up with the chords and a vague melody slash, um, you know, mouthing words to kind of, like, shape the words. So the chords kind of came first, and... Um, I just kind of had this line come into my head fully formed one night, um, which I always like because it's like, you know, it makes the podcast uh, writing or the songwriting so much easier. Um, so I was just kind of like playing guitar one night, just kind of like playing around the G shape, just like my my electric guitar just lays them on the bed, you know. Um, mm. And I was kind of just, you know, that old doo-wop thing of like G down to E minor and then you can go C, D, just that classic doom, doom, doom. The 50s progression, I believe that's called. <laughs> yes, exactly. All the songs in the 50s had that. Um, and even if not that, it was rock and roll, which used just three out of those four chords. <laughs> yeah, somehow it's more sophisticated than what the bulk of early rock and roll was uh, built around. <laughs> they, were le- they were leading the race by one chord. Um, so I was kind of playing that. and um, Well, not even like really playing that, just absentmindedly playing around the G shape and, you know... And then I came up with this line, um, Lord, if you answer prayers like mine. And I was like, wow, that's a cool lyric. That's like a, um, 
there's a, a lot that could be done with that. There's a lot of potential of like, you know, what could I talk about in terms of that, those words, but also in terms of those lyrics. So once I had that lyric and that sort of melody, I knew that I kind of would go like the doo-wop thing. So like G, E minor. And then I thought from here, I want to kind of change it up. So it's not just that classic doo-wop thing and, you know, tr- experiment and try some new stuff. So mm-hmm. you kind of find yourself going G down to E minor. And then rather than C, D for four five, you go A minor seven, D, um, so you know you got your uh, two minus seven to the five. Um, so and then you got um, B minus seven down to E minor. Um, so now you're at the six, and then you kind of do this weird thing where you go up to um, the C minor seven down to F major, and that's the point where the song kind of like clicked for me, where I went, oh, this is something really cool that I haven't done before. Um, you know, because when you're playing in G, your C minor or C minor seven in this case is sort of the minor plagal chord. Um, but because it was a doo-wop song, it kind of lost that sort of, uh, I don't know, let's say like Beatles-esque quality and kind of like took on this almost um, prayer-like quality. And the way that it shifted out of out of key to, you know, hit on an F chord, which is, you know, non-diatonic... Um, kind of allowed me to make the melody that much more different from what a doo-wop song would normally be like. Um, so Makes maybe a bit that... more signature to you then. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I, I like doing stuff like that where if somebody hears a song of mine um, and they think it's going a certain place, they go, oh, he's writing a doo-wop song. Um, you know, I like to kind of throw a different chord in there or two where you go, oh, what was that? You know, well, that was a bit different melodically. Um mm. And then on the chorus, um, that was just really following where the melody was going. I kind of like wrote the melody first and then kind of like uh, sculpted the chords to fit them. Um, one interesting thing I thought about in the um, in the chorus is that, it, you know, it goes up to the four. C, if you can hear me with your eyes. And when it goes up to eyes, it goes to C sharp diminished. Um, but I added in, what did I add in there? I added in this chord. Um, which uh, maybe you won't be able to hear too well now, Declan, but um, once I send you the edit, you should be able to hear it. Um, it's it's the same thing, but with an F sharp. It's a sh- uh, C sharp diminished, but with an F sharp right at the top, which is hitting what the vocal melody is doing. And yeah, anyway, it's just one of those things, you know, where you kind of stumble across a chord and you go, ooh, wow, I'm proud of this uh, this uh, edition of this chord. So. so it's almost like a C sharp diminished sus four. I, yeah, I, I'm sure you're you're right. I can't. I was trying to think of what it was before the show, but I I'm couldn't. hoping I'm right. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to look like an idiot. <laughs> if you're right, you should put in like a little ding here, like ding. <laughs> and Declan's if I'm wrong, wrong, I'll just have the uh, family fortunes noise. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, the the chords kind of came pretty easily, and I wrote this one on the piano. Well, kind of half and half. Um, obviously, the version we've just heard of the demo that was recorded on the guitar and I kind of started on the guitar took it to the piano just because I thought it would sound nice and um I only say that to say that when you write on the piano you kind of have a slightly different approach to chord writing don't you like it's all right there in front of you and you can choose where your bass and where your leading notes are and things like that Mm. I mean the difference for me is I normally tend to put more melody into my chords uh, or extract out of it when I'm on the piano, but it's a very different approach to writing on guitar, where you can just like strum on a chord and then, like, not do anything with that for a while. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, but I mean, I, I suppose that's sort of it musically. It's 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 a progression. I've got to say, I haven't been this proud of a chord progression in a while. Um, You're right to be proud of it. It's really good. Thank you. I mean. You know, I think I've had a bit of a... I've I've liked my songs recently, but, like, until this one, I haven't had one for a while where I kind of thought, oh, right, that's one I'm I'm very proud of that I can take forward and do something with. Um, but, yeah, lyrically. So, obviously, I started off with that um, Lord, if you answer prayers like mine thing, um, which I kind of thought it starts off like a prayer, you know, Lord up above, God in heaven. And it's not my first time doing that either. Um mm. But um, there's kind of a, I don't know if this is too strong a word, but maybe like a bit of a blasphemy to if you answer prayers like mine. Because, you know, the the idea in most uh, 
faiths and religions is if you pray to God, God will listen. God doesn't turn people away. Um, and the kind of it was kind of baked into this first line, which you know kind of came to me in a weird sort of way rather than me writing it. I was like, okay, if you answer prayers like that. So there's a kind of um, talking to God and also wondering if God even exists at the same time, you know? Um, I mean, that, that, that's not um, like something too blasphemous to put into music. I mean, that's basically half of somebody to love is like uh, the narrator sort of questioning whether God exists and also praying, find me somebody to love, please. Yeah, exactly. It's, I mean, it's that definitely that type of thing. Um, so I just kind of thought, because it's got that, that duality to it, I thought, oh, you know, have some fun with this. Um, and it's kind of like, uh, it's a plea to make me aware of what is going on in my life. Um, you know, because sometimes, you know, you can get stuck into a pattern or a habit, can't you, where you go, like, six months in, you go, oh, shit, I've been lost for six months and I finally just realised. Um so it's kind of like, you know, give me a sign if I'm if I'm on the wrong path here, that sort of thing. Interesting you say that. This will come up again before the episode is <laughs> I feel like you and I are kind of in sync with our lyrics this season, don't you? <laughs> oh, we're just two little depressed boys trying to make ourselves feel better with fancy chords. Oh, God, that's... That could be a title and a half. <laughs> it, it could, but that is... You just hit too close to the bone. <laughs> that was too on the nose, man. <laughs> that will also come up uh, before the episode is out again as well. Hmm, interesting. But anyway, where were we? <laughs> hmm. So, I mean, I had that kind of... Um, that uh, questioning thing, and... You know, I mean, I, th I think looking at this song lyrically, compared to songs I was writing a few years ago... Um, and I, I feel like, for me, this is a, a mark of improvement. I don't know what anyone else would think, but I used to write so... Um, so what, verse one was about something, and then verse two was about in a completely different subject, and the chorus was about something else. And I think that had its charms in a way, and I think I, I needed to write like that for a while. But writing this song now, where verse one and verse two address, the, address two different topics which are related with the same sort of like lyrical devices um so it goes back into a prayer um <clears throat> but a different one you know lord if my time has come and gone if i'm destitute and wrong please remind me that i'm lost without a sail um so like it it mirrors the first verse because the first verse is, is making a plea if god's listening and the second half of the verse is like you know again kind of touching on the sort of do you even exist what are you trying to fuck me up here or what because <laughs> it goes you know I chase every fish hook down the road. Like you imagine like a, a you know, a pound, uh, a 10 pound note on a fish hook. You chase every fish hook down the road. And I wonder, is God walking next to me? Is in that lyric, uh, that old parable, you know, I I wondered if God was walking next to me and I couldn't see the footprints, but Which it turns out he was that? carrying me. Um, I, I'm not sure the name of it. You know, the one where, where, you know, God wasn't walking next to me. He was carrying me the whole time. You know, You're that talking one? to someone who had like zero religious, uh, experiences growing up oh okay well um well yeah it's like um it's basically just like oh you know this thing of oh you didn't believe god was there well um god wasn't walking next to you there was only one set of footprints because he was carrying you and um so i kind of like Sorry. made fun of that a little bit by saying um i wonder is god walking next to me or is he standing on my tail <laughs> and uh, and uh so you know That's the a second great line, the verse is like that thank you um um, and yeah, I mean that's it lyrically, really. I really um, do like this one. I like the fact you. you feel like you're progressing with like putting more cohesion into the subject of your songs. And yeah, I I can see this one on an album. I can sort of see this one. Uh, I mean, if you give this to Hitty, he'd fucking love it. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I like, um. Because you were saying you wanted to try and listen to some more gospel music. I could imagine, like, a gospel choir at certain points in this one, just to sort of punctuate certain bits. Yeah, that would be really cool, like, on the chorus. Like, if you can hear me with your eyes, that part. Like, have a whole choir come in. That would be awesome. Hmm. And if anyone knows of gospel choir who would like to volunteer for this job, <laughs> yes. why not write into us at Weekly Song? <laughs> <laughs> That's when we get 20 separate emails going, I'm the tenor, I'm the soprano, I'm the bass. Yeah, couldn't you have sent one email? 
<laughs> Don't you have a joint account of the gospel choir? Come on. Get with it. It's 2010. It's the 90s. Uh. <laughs> Come on, it's the 90s, man. Um, but, yeah. So, I mean, I'm probably going to do something with this, record it, and um, get good some drums hear. and bass and a nice... It'd be good to get somebody who can play, like, a real nice, real Hammond organ on this as well. That'd be nice. So essentially what you're saying is once lockdown ends, you're going to go scouring the country for like a, a proper Hammond organ. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd I've be never good. played one before either. Well, you'll, you'll have some chances to learn. You can start learning now while you've got some free time. Just uh, like virtual Hammond organ simulator or something. Yeah, if it's not the same without the clutch and the um, gear stick, is it? Are, are you playing an instrument or are you driving somewhere? Uh, well, a Hammond organ is one of those things you go from uh, here to town in, isn't it? Uh. <laughs> so, what is your uh, tune this week? My tune this week is a short little ditty. It's called I Gotta Tell You To Go. Uh, as we listen to it, see if you can work out why it's called that. If you're looking to me for answers, I gotta tell you to go. If you're looking to me for guidance, I gotta tell you to go. Still working on finding self-worth, I've gotta see what I know. Sounds selfish, but it doesn't change it, I gotta tell you to go. In the past I had Did you work it out? It, I... It... Mm. <laughs> I think it's called I've Got to Tell You to Go because you are telling somebody to go rather than giving them guidance or advice because you don't feel equipped sometimes. No, it's called I've Got to Tell You to Go because that line appears so many times within it. Oh, Stop right. Stop overthinking things, boy. <laughs> well, I mean, that's my whole that's my whole shtick. Um, but but that's okay, okay. Um, I really uh, like it. I really like this song. I, but the thing is, I've I've said that to you um, pre pod. Um, it's he awesome. Cheated. He told me he liked stuff. <laughs> okay, yeah. I cheated too. I told him I like stuff. So <laughs> no, um, it's, it's really cool. Yeah. But, yeah. This one was. Very last minute. Um, this one was written on Sunday at about seven o'clock. Actually, took me an hour to write, like from nothing to finish. So that's five uh, hours left to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but I did actually intend to start earlier in the week. Like I sort of woke up, I think, on Monday morning and I had uh, the line in my head. Uh, no man should live as an island, but I'm giving it a damn good try. And I just thought. Ooh, 
strong opening line. Yeah, so you that... had you had a, you had a muse line too. Uh, something like that. But yeah, it's just like that's good. And then I just got throughout the rest of the week, and I couldn't write anything with it. I had like one rough version of a riff, but it sounded so cliche. I'm not even going to go there. Mm. Um, so on Saturday, I ended up writing out this set of lyrics which were kind of about broadly the same topic as um, the finished song, but it was wordy. Like, um, like there were so many sections to it. It, it was yikes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that didn't uh, progress musically, but that was like kind of the first draft of that. And I just got sort of a bit like scared at that point like oh shit i need to get this done i need to get all this sorted and yeah so, the pressure kicks in doesn't it and for some reason whenever i feel like oh i'm pressured i've really got to finish this song quickly the songs tend to come out quicker so huh. i think this is one of the quickest songs that i have written in fact the version that i recorded is actually slightly slower than the original demo on my phone Oh, right. They, you mean they come out as faster songs, like tempo-wise? Yeah. Huh. That's um, interesting. So this, yeah, so it was slightly quicker again from what you've just heard. Um, as It just ended up being like, okay, this chug's like that. Okay, if I put the um, sixth on the root. Oh, that's interesting. Mm. And then I could do like a four to minor four to root. Hmm. Doesn't seem quite cool enough flat five diminished minor four root yes that's it and then that was basically like the building blocks of the song such a cool thing flat five diminished to minor four to one right yeah <laughs> i love that so, i've never done that before and i've never heard it before i don't think it's really good oh it's uh it's i love diminished chords i'm i think i'm going to declare my intent to marry at some point in this run um but it's just finding fun places to put them. Uh, mm. Like, for example, at the end of the song, that sort of ugly chord before it resolves to the root is actually... Uh, the root is F-sharp, and the ugly chord was F-sharp diminished. Like a really nasty inversion where you've got like the third and the fifth really low, so it sounds really dissonant. Mm. It's like, yes! <laughs> oh, it's so nice when you get a really nice diminished you know horrible chord in context and there's a real just something really lovely and ugly about it and it's just yes boy that'll give you your song a real shot in the arm exactly you know lisa you know homie uh giving mr burns uh somehow can give your career a real shot in the arm mom i just said that <laughs> sorry next time get your own darn corn <laughs> we've gone off topic um <laughs> Yeah, it was just building after I had sort of that core of the song. It's just building uh, bits of it back on again. So it's like, okay, so major third to sixth, I know that works. Uh, and then the chorus, I can just have like a like it alternates between going between four and five mm. with a major third to transition. So that's not rocket science. That's cool though. Yeah. And as I sort of was working on this, I was sort of thinking like, okay, if I play it faster. Now, if I play it faster again until it ended up being like basically a punk song, so it's like once I'd had it that speed and I hadn't finished the whole thing, it was just like, oh, okay, let's just put some more punk bits in there, which is why you've got that guitar break. Ah, uh, okay. Which, um, yeah, it's also uh, why there are two guitars on this demo as opposed to one guitar on the other ones, because I just want to in like emphasize how how heavy this thing should be. I think that um, that's one. That's the first thing that really drew me into loving this song was um, the moment it kicks in. You got one guitar doing um, like eighth notes, dun, 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 like that, and you got like the one guitar on the left, kind of going bling, and just like that whole thing sets up this real like I don't know. It's kind of a tension, um, and it's just very very well arranged. Um, I just love that, especially when it changes chords while doing that. It's, it's awesome. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm, uh, yeah, it's like one of these songs that would have to be like a two guitar band. 
uh, yeah. to sort of make it work properly. Um, the lyrics sort of came about very quickly after, and they're sort of more or less about the same sort of thing as uh, the draft set of lyrics, which is about self-improvement, really. Okay. Um, Another one. It, yeah, well, it's kind of... Yeah, well, um, it just... As I was writing on the Saturday, um, I ended up uh, thinking about something like a thought I had during the start of lockdown was uh, I was just feeling a bit sound and a bit depressed and everything and the thought mm. just popped into my head well how do you expect and I was feeling lonely I was just thinking like well how do you expect anyone else to love you if you don't love yourself and it's just like oh of course I see <laughs> yeah right if you don't take care of yourself and if you don't look after yourself then how would you ever expect anyone else to do the same for you yeah definitely I, so, I can really relate yeah so that's um, why that ended up being like the main bit of the chorus is just like, okay, right, let's not try and be too fancy with this. Let's just stick that thought nice and raw and exposed into the middle of the song where it's going to get repeated and everyone's going to hear it. Absolutely. Yeah, I, the, I, I really like where your lyrics are at the moment. Um, I mean, you know, you know this. Are you because... saying that you like my suffering? <laughs> I, I if can so, relate. thank you, and relate. please contribute to the monetization of it. <laughs> no, I um, I just I can relate a lot, and um, I definitely get where you're coming from. Um, and it's cool that you're like putting that in the lyrics, um, rather than what I kind of tend to do is I kind of like obscure it and maybe you know uh, put a mask over it a little bit. But you, I don't know. I like I like the way you express it. It's great. Oh, I, I like songwriters who can be like upfront and honest with this stuff or still making it universally applicable which i well, don't think I, I don't think i'm there but i i'm trying to give it a go <laughs> i mean we both love um john grant's music and i think that's one of the reasons um that i like it and i won't speak for both of us but just that he's so he has a, like a tinge of humor to it but like at points is just like the raw honest truth of like how he feels like things like about his hairline receding and things like that it's just I, that is really appealing to me yeah it's kind of the example i tend to go for is um james Lodi from defavana like uh the lyrics for albums two and three are like very personal they're like event recounts to very specific events in you know the singer's life Mm. but somehow it all has this universal sort of energy to it and i have no idea what kind of black magic that he has used to achieve this goal <laughs> but i would like to learn and find out um it's like that old thing though isn't it um that which is personal is universal exactly this is like uh if anyone's playing the weekly song podcast drinking game that should be one of the rules <laughs> it like, really down should down your drink if you hear that um uh Yes, the verses then all sort of just specific aspects of um, uh, trying to find self-esteem. So, like the first, trying to find some self-worth, trying to find actualization, and like actually getting yourself to do things. Uh, the mm. third verse is like protecting yourself from me and everyone that you know. It's just mm. like because you know sometimes you do need to protect yourself from you because sometimes you doesn't do the best things for you. Uh, and sometimes other people don't do the best things for you and consequently the best thing to do is live as a hermit in a cave or something um but uh yeah i don't think there's much more to say about the lyrics for that one other than the only reason it's i gotta tell you to go um Mm. uh is just because again it was like last week with I connected you. It's kind of it's that's what the lyrics kind of scanned as when I was sort of scatting it to try and work out what the melody was. It's like that's strong. Let's put that in there. And then because I got to tell you to go. Well, it's about working on yourself then. Ah. So that's why it specifically mentions like uh, things you have to sort of work out on your own, like self worth and actualization, and you know things like that. It's really cool. It's really cool. And it's, uh, it's again, I think during lockdown with all the time to think and reflect and that sort of thing. And also the kind of, you go, oh, I have all this time. I could like improve myself at this time or, you know, think of myself as more worthy of this or that. And I mean, that's kind of where I am. And it's, I think you make a good point about, you know, we can be our own worst enemies and that sort of thing. 
So, yeah. So, no, yeah. maybe about it. Like, we are def- everyone is definitely their own worst enemy. Yeah. Isn't that weird, though? You kind of go, oh, you know, I want to go out and exercise. And then another part of you goes, um, I'm not going to, though. <laughs> yeah. I'll look stupid and everyone will laugh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One part of us makes a promise that another part won't keep. <laughs> That's a song lyric. Why didn't we have this chat before we started <laughs> writing the songs? <laughs> <laughs> we should have like kind of like just just you and me just have like a, a therapy call before like on Monday so that we can write in the week <laughs> with our new um discoveries, personal discoveries. Dude, like the the way our chat's going today, we would just end up like even more depressed than we already are. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't think you can. <laughs> I don't think that would work. Maybe, but uh, um, but yeah. This yeah is sorry, a... listeners. This is getting hmm. to be quite an introspective episode. <laughs> yeah, we we've been going off the um off track a lot more recently, but I think it's a good thing. Email yeah. in if you don't think it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, email in if you know the number of a good therapist who's really cheap. Um. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah. I think that's all there is to say about that. Well, it's Other... great. It's really good, and it's um, something you should record and release, and yeah, I just love it. It's brilliant. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know whether there'll be plans for this in future to do anything with, but I pity the drummer who gets it. Cause I'm I gonna pity insist... the Because I'm going to insist on the full, like... Like that whole thing being kicked <laughs> yeah. up all the way through. I, I was, um, in fact, I was drumming along to it while I was listening to it, um, and it was rather hard to kind of keep that um, consistent, you know, um, when you're drumming along to it. Well, it's hard to do the sort of chugging thing as well because one of the guitars uh, in that recording. Hold on one sec. I'm just going to get my guitar. Okay, so one of the guitars uh, is basically playing the sort of strum strummed open chord but it's also got uh, the sort of root being pedalled in the bottom mm-hmm. but that root is being pedalled up and down with a motion which I can only really do on the bottom string so the second guitar in that recording is doing the standard punk chugging like a where it's all downbeats and I must say during the recording of that my poorest the first guitar gets a break when it goes to the B flat minor and E flat minor because I can't do the I can't do that and keep that up uh, up and down but I I can keep that up kind of uh, on just downbeats so just like Yeah, I, I even heard at the beginning of the recording, you kind of go, <sighs> you kind of do a sigh, and then you go into it. I imagine it probably took a few takes to get right. Uh, yeah, not so much the first. Well, it's not. It's not one that needed a couple of takes because it was difficult to play. Mm. As such, it was more that I kept forgetting to do the B flat minor, E flat minor thing in the verse. Oh, okay. Because sometimes I just like played the F sharp it twice. It's just like, wait a minute, that's wrong. You've done fucked up. Okay, start again. <laughs> you done goofed. Yeah, yeah, you've been a wee bit of an idiot there, Declan. You might I know the feeling. Rethink. Yeah, it's uh, it's always a pain. And that's the that's the other thing is with with the way we're doing the podcast now is before if we were in the same room facing each other, we play each other the songs in real time for the first time. Whereas now we go, ah, oh, I can record an overdub. And so it kind of like, it makes it that much more, that, that little bit more difficult to kind of like nail your parts and get the arrangements right and stuff. Mm. I try not to record too much just to keep it to sort of the spirit of presenting these songs as acoustic and just as like the simple basic versions. Yeah, but same. You, but if you've got the opportunity to record, you still want to get it right. Exactly. I mean, I'm kind of limiting myself to like two track recordings for these um, at the most. So like whether that's, you know, playing the same thing twice, you know, as close as I can, Elliot Smith style, or whether it's something like I did today where, you know, track two is playing like more, you know, little sort of ornamental lead parts and like it has a harmony at one point, but Mm. still try to keep it raw. 
Yeah. Well, I think you've because you've used to do that for your old weekly song recordings. Uh, that's weekly songs 1 to 14, 15 to 28, Eight. and 29 to 42, which you can find on Roger's Bandcamp. Because um, you've had the practice of doing that before, uh, you're, you're quite <laughs> good at it naturally, whereas I'm kind of like, you know, okay, how do I just get this a basic recording without suddenly having a fully finished thing at the end of it? <laughs> Yeah, it is kind of a question, isn't it? I think you have to kind of be quite strict with yourself. Once I mean, the electric guitars come out, stop. <laughs> yeah, if, if if there's a bass guitar anywhere near one of these demos, you've got to kind of look yourself in the mirror. And just have a good, long, hard think and just think, what have you done to get your life to this point? <laughs> Where did it all go wrong? <laughs> that could be an episode titled, Where Did It All Go Wrong? That'd yeah, get, I like that. would be a that. really clickbaity title. That'd be brilliant. Yeah, or like have one of those YouTuber titles like, um, well, I guess this is the end, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you'll see like a video like uh, two days later, like, no kidding, this is the end now. <laughs> I'm off, bye. Leave Declan alone. Or we could do like the BuzzFeed... <laughs> we could do like the BuzzFeed thing, like... Uh, uh, Ten facts about these weekly songs. Number seven will make you cry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we should move from SoundCloud to BuzzFeed. I think that's probably the best <laughs> <That's> idea. <laughs> <laughs> the weekly song podcast now on BuzzFeed. That will Ten- do wonders for our integrity. <laughs> Ten things you didn't know about diminished chords after hours. <laughs> <laughs> That actually sounds like a show I'd love to be part of. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would subscribe to that immediately. Yeah. This is my diminished chord. It's called C minor. And um, you can play it here. Dring. You can play it here. Dring. But you can't play it here. Because it just sounds too nice. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now, now we're just back to describing how the podcast works. That's kind of how we do it here anyway. <laughs> Again, yeah, this is uh, that's that's trailer. That's the trailer shot. Um, that's what we're going to put in when we promote this thing one day <laughs> oh dear oh dear where did it all go wrong <laughs> <laughs> where did it all go wrong oh, oh dear. dear oh my god yeah but I was kind of surprised that I ended up with something so punky this week because I write yeah. energetic songs uh, and this isn't like a million miles out of my comfort zone, but it's like very like this. This this boy is trying to be tough. Poor him, he never will be. Um, I was actually trying to communicate this to you earlier in the week with the um, when I was trying to send you a message. And hold on, if I can get this message up, I just want to show you how brilliant I am with words. Uh, oh, this is going to be good. This is a first. This is a first. A message read. Yeah. So. Declan, I have a song, Roger. Noise, can't wait to hear it. Uh, Declan, it's not unusual, but slightly different, but not different, but uh, words are shit. <laughs> words are shit. I am the reincarnation of Shakespeare, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. dear. Why do we keep saying, oh, dear? Um, I used to say that a lot and then I think I've just spread that to you as some sort of viral infection and now that's just become the motto for the weekly song podcast if we ever <laughs> if we ever update the logo that just has to be written in the <laughs> rosette all the way around the guitar just like oh dear oh dear oh dear <laughs> this is good we're having like um podcast meeting on air this is brilliant it's great this um is prime content this is definite content what people love to hear is us Designing the show in real time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Off the rails? Don't know what you mean. Uh, <laughs> Get out of here. Oh, dear. We don't I have any emails, I can't stop myself saying it. Um, no, we don't have any emails this week. But if you did want to send in some emails at all about anything about the show, whether you liked it, whether you didn't like it, whether you want us to get on with actually talking about music and not about goofing off, whether you like the goofing off and want us to stop talking about music, uh, send us a electronic letter to weeklysongpodcast at gmail.com where we shall read it and then we can read it out on air if you so wish. Cool. So. <laughs> so. Um. 
Uh, if you have been paying attention to Roger's Bandcamp, you may have noticed that something new is out. Oh my god, is it? Yeah. Well, um, yeah, it's... Uh... I'm assuming this is going on your Bandcamp, by the way. Yeah, only only my Bandcamp, because um, it's it's a project which actually can't go on Spotify and Apple Music because of um, because it's a cover album. It's a Beatles cover album. <gasps> and... Um, I kind of got my plugging voice on now. I hate my plugging voice, um, but it's yeah, it's out today. If you're listening to this today, um, uh, a little help with a little help from my friends, a Beatles cover album is out today. Declan's on it. I'm on it. A whole, a whole bunch of different people are on it. Singers, listen and to it. It's really players, good. Players and you know, um, artwork by Natalie Smith, and it's actually turned out really cool. It's not done as the, as of the time of me recording this because I need to um, master it to tape. <laughs> Because um, I do everything last minute. <laughs> um, You're but, worse than I am. But today it's out, and um, if you go to rogerheathers dot com, you can stream it and buy it. And well, uh, let's give yeah. you a list of some of the people who are on this thing. Uh, so it's you, Roger. I do a couple of backing tracks. Josh, sure. who's been on the podcast before, is on it. Yeah. Um, uh, Joe's on it. Joe of Pea Green Boat. Uh, yeah. Have we? played ruben stuff on the podcast before or not we have played ruben on the podcast before and he sent in an email too so uh ruben marino he's on the he's on there he sings um with a little help from my friends the title track um you play uh most of the instrumentation and you you designed the instrumental for uh lady madonna which is one of my favorite ones um thanks to your arrangement oh, and you also you. Pl- uh did the arrangement for with a little help from my friends the one ruben sings on mm. And, uh, uh, Emilio is on it, um, who uh, got engineered on that recording by Chris Lunacy, who's been on the podcast before. That's right, yeah, Chris engineered one of the tracks. and It's funny, Chris engineered one of the tracks, and that track is by far head and shoulders above the rest in terms of how it's engineered, <laughs> which is really embarrassing for me. Well, to be fair, you had, like, uh, the idiot over here saying new things, like, recorded just straight into his sound card, like, and just through the buzziest mixer in the world going like eh, look it's professional <laughs> I, I love your tracks and um yeah i mean it's got a whole bunch of different stuff you know that song here there and everywhere um i know you've heard yes. this declan but um there's like a, a full like we kind of tried to make it beach boys-esque um acapella full acapella version of here there and everywhere me and joe did that got kind of like a kind of slow rock funk version of we can work it out that's um, great a sort of um 80s home demo style across the universe um a sort of uh 1940s um big band um style thing but like very laid back um version of uh honey pie which is one of my favorite beatles songs it's just like um a bunch of cool beatles songs covered by different people and it's um i'm really excited about it i don't know if you can tell by my excited voice but, but yeah give it a listen i'd really appreciate um anybody giving it a listen and, and you know let us know what you think Yes, please do that, because it sounds really good. You can find that at rogerhevers.com, which is his Bandcamp. You can also just search for him in Bandcamp. It'll take you to the same place. Yes, and Friday is a big day in, uh, well, in many ways. You know, it's Friday, it's the weekend, everybody's kicking back, relaxing. Wish mm. I didn't say that. Um, but, you know, as well as this podcast being out today in the Beatles album, as well as that, Declan is releasing uh, today his debut EP. Is that fair to say? Well, it's it it's not so much fair to say more is correct. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, I'm releasing today uh, the Captive Audience EP, uh, which is basically a title of an EP that Roger suggested that I should do because it was on brand. Um, please leave a comment below saying whether this is on brand or not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a Four songs from the podcast and one new song that no one has heard. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, exclusive things. Um, all fully produced up to the best of my abilities. Lower your expectations. I'm not a producer. Uh, but, it, yeah, just something I wanted to do during lockdown. And just, you know, a sort of test, see how far I could get on my own. However, there is one other person who plays on this, uh, which is... Bo Payne from Boundless Brothers. He does all the drums and he's amazing. God, he's and a good drummer. If he is listening, thank you. If he is not listening, still thank you because I can't make cruel jokes about someone who gives me drums. Um, but yeah, and cheers to Roger as well for helping me like sort out most of the major problems with mixes. 
Um, it, yeah, that should be on. You can find that on Bandcamp, which I think it's DeclanKitchener.bandcamp.com, or you can just nice. search Declan Kitchener in Bandcamp. Uh, provided everything else goes okay, you should be able to find it on, I think, Spotify and iTunes. I have no, and Amazon as well. I have hope. I have no idea how the modern music industry works. <laughs> so I would maybe like search Bandcamp first and then go to those other ones later. Just to yeah. sort of, ju- just in case I have messed everything up. Also, like, it by- will definitely be on Bandcamp. I can assure you of that. Bandcamp is the place where you can like, you know, actually buy the EP as well, um, which is which is cool because um, you know if you want to, and you can download um, it in um, like lossless format as well, as opposed to like if you buy something like I have to buy a couple of things on Amazon as MP3s, and I don't like doing it, but it's the only way to do it sometimes, and you just think, oh, all of the data I am losing. <laughs> yeah exactly but um yeah that's a really good ep definitely check out that and the beatles thing today i think you know your ep is obviously i've heard it um uh earlier and it's brilliant it's well arranged well written songs it's uh, great guitar tones great drummer it's just melodic and everything that an ep should be so if you're looking for new music then totally check it out Th- thank you the one downside is it does still have me singing. There is nothing I could do about that. I do apologize. Um. <laughs> everyone, everyone will love it. It's gonna be, it's gonna be well received. Yeah. So that's it for this episode of the Weekly Song Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you want to send in a letter, or an email, or anything at all, uh, why not write one of those various sort of uh, word ensembles to Weekly Song Podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, you can leave a comment on SoundCloud. So you can see a five-star review on iTunes. You can follow us on Spotify. You can do various things on Podbean, apparently. Um, and there are presumably other random places you can find this podcast on the internet. If we haven't mentioned it, we're so sorry. We are idiots. Where can they find you, Roger? That was your best roundup ever. Um, I, I my brain is fried. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find me um, today, today at RogerHeathers.com. Um, if you're interested in hearing a bunch of cool Beatles covers done by a bunch of people during lockdown, um, uh, then go to RogerHeathers.com and give it a listen um, and listen buy it. Listen to it, it's ace. And uh, yeah, so uh, check me out there today if you fancy. Um, how about you? Uh, you can find me on DeclanKitchener.BandCamp.com. I think. Um, I should really check this stuff before I say it on air, shouldn't I? Uh, I've also got a Facebook page, uh, Declan Kitchener Music. It should be like a the icon you'll see is like a white square of like a black stylized DNK. Um, also, if you search Declan Kitchener Music on YouTube, you can find a couple of acoustic covers I did early into lockdown, plus uh, some songs that I've been covering for a weekly lockdown cover challenge. Uh, in varying styles and with varying degrees of enthusiasm and joy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's where they can find me. Uh, we shall see you next time with another episode. Ooh. Ooh, another episode. By gum, look at that. A promise of more content. Um, we'll see you next time. Ta-ra. See you next time. Thank you for listening. Ta-ra.